What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, girl. What's going on? girl this episode was going on all right it was a lot going on okay yes it was yes it was but hey we tv going for a perfect score for this season of love after lockup okay oh yeah they snapping yes all right we're back for another recap of love after lockup season four episode 39 drunk in love (laughs) <laughs> absolutely they were. and it's like ironic that we're recording the thing after Super Bowl <laughs> right where everybody was drunk <laughs> okay and the couples for the most part almost everyone had a little something to drink this yes. past week so yeah yes. where shall we start child um we can get Skylar and Nathan out the way or just Dane and Michael out the way we usually get out the way first I have so many words for Justine so let's do Nathan and Skylar first yeah yeah cause I don't have nothing on them all I got is they was fighting again I'm sick of them mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just where I'm at with it yes yes so alcohol played a role in their latest argument um and what I don't like is that they keep talking about, oh, I don't want to relapse. I don't want to relapse. I don't want to go back to using. And if you are that susceptible, you know, to using alcohol or using drugs, excuse me, I feel like you probably shouldn't be drinking alcohol like that. It just feels Agreed. like, right? Like, <laughs> it, like the behavior is too extreme. Mm-hmm. already right and then you add any type of drug alcohol right. any of that shit and here go Nathan and Skyler being the strip like to the moon I broke his phone he broke my phone like what the fuck right so if y'all don't get y'all toxic ass out of here and he looks like a little Keebler elf to me I <laughs> with that hat off I can't stand him and it's like he is he is girl i'm gonna get off my soapbox because he i don't like them they need to break up or stay y'all ass together and the fuck off my tv screen (laughs) right (laughs) leave me out of it okay i yeah definitely feeling that at this point leave us out of it because okay we open up and see nathan is sitting at the house stewing his own words um girl (laughs) And girl, okay. (laughs) And y'all got other shit y'all need to be working on other than fighting. Y'all need to be getting that house together, getting that that old shit up out of there. (laughs) Right. Like redecorating. But a project. Okay. Nathan shares his version of what happened and why they were ghost for four hours earlier that day, previous day, whenever it was. And the way that he explains things always includes the fact that Skylar isn't making good choices. He, of course, 
doesn't let us know where he contributes to what's happening. Hello. <laughs> you know, like now there's a full. The okay. There's a. I got one on my team that do the same. Okay. <laughs> I was just triggered. I was like, what? This sounds familiar. <laughs> Girl, it's a track record at this point. Like now we can go back and see from episode one. Nathan, you love to emphasize what Skylar is doing wrong and paint yourself as the person who's really working on themselves and can admit to all of their faults, but it, it's never really the case. Aww. Like you're leaving out chunks of how you contribute to y'all's bullshit. To the bullshit. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Bullshit. Great. Irritates my soul. Yeah. It, you know what? It'll be physical with me. So we'll be breaking phones around that bitch too. Because nathan that type of shit i that don't that don't go well with me okay like you're not gonna sit here and tell me what i'm doing wrong like you didn't you're not contributing to it you're just right. not about to do that before i just get up and slap you <laughs> so no nah, not for real but like <laughs> i don't like it I right just, they do too it's too it's too much and then her mother yes girl taking her on that car ride to the cemetery i'm like i love you and mm -hmm. all of this stuff and then it's like but i still want to be well right it's like your mother is literally sitting here telling you you know i don't want to have to come visit you here make better choices everybody's forcing that down her throat but they leave and she drops her right back off at nathan's house and She's just trying to make it seem like, um, oh, if we can just stop fighting, our relationship has a lot of benefits to it. And I'm like, girl, I don't see it. She doesn't need Nathan. Like, I could see if she was one of those inmates that when they get out, they need a place to stay. They're mm -hmm. like, you know, it's not the case with her. So that's what I don't, girl, go to, go to your mother's house. Right, right. Travis, you too. Everybody, go to your mama's house. <laughs> I'm well, sick of hell. And that's, Big mom, all these houses y'all can go to, go to them. And I think that's the problem, though, for, for Nathan. He is where he can be, right? Like, he doesn't yeah. have the parental figures to take him in. However, his grandma clearly has offered him this home. So stay there and live there. But you don't need to be living there with a girlfriend. She needs to be at her mama house and y'all can hang out and date and get your lives together. And you can figure out through that process whether or not you should be living together. But all of this Agreed. fighting every night, going to bed mad, you know, flying off the handle, breaking each other's phones like that's a form of violence. And it's it only going to escalate if y'all don't really get your shit together. And then y'all have this whole concern about using drugs again where everybody's concerned about y'all returning to that and relapsing like it makes no sense that y'all keep trying to force this relationship and force trying to play house when that's just not what y'all should be doing right now at all and then when she was trying to talk to him and he had a little attitude want to sit there act all shady and she said i'm not dealing with this it's over with i'm leaving right she go out on the porch and he get his ass up and this they toxic as fuck. <laughs> he get yes. his ass up and chase her. Then he give her a kiss, like come back in the house. I love you. Now you want now y'all want to talk regular. Right. Right. It makes no sense. Like I 
I don't like it. Yes. And I wish that I just, I don't like it. They need to break up. They do. And she made a valid point. You know, she's tired of him. Now she told her side of the story also. He says she went out and she came home drunk and that led to him getting drunk. And then they were arguing, broke each other's phones, all that kind of stuff. She says she went out with her friend, had some drinks, but when she got home, he was accusing her of being out with other guys. I believe it. (laughs) Right. I'm like, now there's probably some truth to both sides, but what the problem is though, is that Nathan will always make it seem like, well, you just need to make better choices. And she's like, okay, but you also, like he said, oh, I don't, you know, mess with your emotions or something like that. And she was like, yes, you do. Oh, I don't mess with your head. And she's like, yes, you do. And I see it that you absolutely are doing that. Yeah, he does it. All right. And he's like, well, you know, I don't handle it well when, you know, you're disrespecting me. Like, don't disrespect me. Don't lie to me. That sounds like a you problem. Right. Because I don't feel like she's doing any of that. That's just the way you're taking it. So that's not right. her fault. That sounds like a you problem. You're insecure and you need to deal with that shit before you come over here or get in a relationship with anybody. Right. Because she shouldn't have to DM her life because you feel some type of way about the shine. Baby, good night. <laughs> that part. And we also have seen where Skylar has done some shit that we felt like was out of line. But of again, course. if you feel like she's disrespecting you or however you want to classify it you don't have to be with her like stop trying to force the relationship if all she's going to keep doing is pissing you off it's being disrespectful right but then when she leaves you want to go chase her yeah next caller girl (laughs) and the last thing i'll say on him Throughout this conversation he's having with her, he's using all of this fucking slang that he probably picked up from some black dudes in jail talking about, I'm trying to glow up. I need you to boss me up, not bitch me down. Girl, he didn't hang around the blacks in the jail, honey. It's a book. He, it's an urban novel he was reading in jail. They love <laughs> Well, he, he may not have been hanging that. around, but he was ear jocking. And that's probably why he using yeah. the shit so wrong because he wasn't actually interacting with anybody that was using these words. But it's just like, right. ugh. Y'all like, from the main streets of, where they from? Zanesville, Ohio, yeah. girl. You know they got yeah. Ohio's finest on this season. It's <laughs> Oh, baby, they cutting up with Ohio this season, okay? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that shit was, you know, annoying as well and it's just getting old she said she was still resentful you know that she had to go back to prison because of the situation where they got into an argument and he kept her out i'm like i don't understand how that wasn't enough of a red flag for you to say and she's still holding on to that which is why they keep getting into it which is another thing like y'all oh god they just don't need they need to break up yep (laughs) yep so she admits she wants to be with him uh, because she doesn't want to be alone. And she thinks that he can help her not go back to drugs and, you trauma know, bonding. trauma. Exactly. Right. But if a man is asking if you're going to have his baby kids, girl, run. Because <laughs> who are you talking to? Right. You, I bet you he's never even seen that movie ever in his life. No, he don't even Probably know where don't it comes from. don't even know from. where the reference comes from. Right. <laughs> Girl, 
piss me off, okay? Mm-hmm. Lita, this is black classic. Stay out of our business. Right. <laughs> Ugh. So, so that was them. Um, stay out Are of the you? cubs and get y'all shit together and just that uh, Justine. Skylar, break up. Go back home to your mom, please. Okay. Um, next up, Justine and Michael Child. Yeah, we could do um because oh Cameron or Eris and Cameron. They didn't have too much to them yeah. this year. I think yeah, let's do them because right. they didn't have a lot. Yes. So Eris and Cameron, another one who needs to address his um alcohol use and disclaimer okay girls and guys i've been in the cups before but i have addressed my alcohol use i know what time it is so when i say these things i'm not saying them as if i'm you know an angel or if i can't relate i can relate very well so i know the problem when i see it okay anyways um i think he's just like fresh out and he's enjoying himself. Like this is his, this something he, he just ready to party. He ready to turn up. He probably not a smoker. He's just a drinker. So girl, we've seen him fam. smoking blunts. We did. Yes. In the studio. Oh. Remember? Girl. Yes. Okay. So boom. I just think he fresh out and just using his time to kind of just turn up because Heard the socials, you know, I follow him and whatnot, mm-hmm. and my new sisters too. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he's like doing what he has a job. He went live the other day, actually, too, like mm-hmm. saying it like, hey, don't judge me off these few clips of the show. Like, I work six days, six days a week. I am a customer service rep, mm-hmm. which he is, you know, and it's like, that's what I just got from it that he's fresh out of jail and he just this is turn up time right now and of course he performing for these fucking cameras baby so and I what was he drinking Casamigos or some shit probably child which is how I was acting last night off that shit so <laughs> I get it OG Cam okay I woke up this morning and like wait what okay i got my keys i got my phone yes right (laughs) do i have my phone wallet and keys okay okay so (laughs) my only thing is this i would say that it's him over revving coming out of you know prison for sure but Mm -hmm. we can't forget the fact that he didn't make it through the halfway house process without getting in trouble because of alcohol too so it's like cam I'm going to need for you to, number one, know when, when you shouldn't be drinking, don't drink. And your PO said you can drink just not to excess. And it's like, you're not really following that protocol either. So it's just like he's doing too much. And maybe, and I, and I get it. I believe that he can calm down and get serious, you know, about doing the right thing. But if there is something underlying, you know, I could uh, I could totally believe that maybe things are dialed up a notch because he lost his dad while he was behind bars. I was about to say that, yeah. You know, so I can get there might be some reasons, and you're not doing this intentionally, or you don't see it that way. But I'll right now tread lightly because you do right. have a family now that you need to attend to. So all is fair, but. 
what we do see fuck up. yes <laughs> right i get it like he, he's been you see how close near his family is too so yeah. like to lose their father you know it's a lot for him to take in he said it that he's never dealt with it you know he ain't right. really never dealt with his feelings and stuff like that so he's it's a lot going on he, he's been gone that he back out and so he didn't learn shit while he was locked up either so Girl, you know he's, he's immature and it's like he just you could tell he's the the fuck up of the family too you mm-hmm. know but they love them anyway they gonna stick beside them now mm-hmm. don't get me wrong i can't stand no drunk ass i can't stand no drunk motherfucker okay mm-hmm. like tighten up we are not 21 handle your liquor but uh, he did a lot he did but i i don't think he did nothing more than we've ever dealt with before from a drunk motherfucker we all have our nights true <laughs> And I think so what we see, we see why it was such an issue. I think if under Dick, eh, I think under different circumstances, it probably wouldn't have been such a big deal. But Cam was so drunk right throughout the day. Like this is a a daytime drunk Mm, (laughs) experience. (laughs) (laughs) He He didn't even know how he got back to the hotel. But Eris, <laughs> I said that this nigga dropped me off. This nigga is who was here last night. That was two different niggas. Like <laughs> I get it, I get it. <laughs> but the problem is, Eris wanted him to bring some medicine back because she wasn't feeling well. She was sick. Yeah, that's it. It was just the fucked up circumstance. Yes, like, and this she was not so time to do that right like you should have gone to the party had your nice time and left in a good enough state that you could stop by the walgreens get her some medicine bring her some waters and get back to the hotel because when we see her she she looked down bad drinking yeah she said they had been drinking the night before so you did two nights in a row been drunk like this right right so she's literally sitting there trying not to throw up on camera waiting on cam to come back and he's telling us you know through the confessional that he doesn't remember anything and he's like that's the way it should be when you get drunk (laughs) i'm just (laughs) if you made it back to the room uh, in you know enough time and came back with the things you were supposed to get sure but you didn't so so it caused more trouble you know than it needed to Eris somehow thought that he was going to change after the pattern of behavior he's already displayed and I think that's also what's like crazy to me you know this man went back to jail because he failed a sobriety test or whatever you saw him when he went to the studio (laughs) and he was popping bottles and turning up right and then you had the wedding at midnight for whatever reason y'all obviously turned up we saw the bottle of what is that q is it don q tequila or whichever one has the q on it so he's going hard in the paint (laughs) and he is in these cups and and she's like oh like he's a husband now he should know better and i'm like at least from what you've seen girl I don't know why you thought that 
it was going to be any different because this is what he's been showing you in the brief time that y'all have had to spend together. And she said that she said, if he didn't take his, if he doesn't take his freedom seriously, how can I expect him to take this marriage seriously? And I was like, bingo, bingo, girl. Right. You shouldn't have married him 10 seconds out of jail. That was him. No, that was him rushing her into doing that. So, and she could have said not right now. Yes, but not right now. But I also see that they both were trying to find a way to stay together physically you know be in the same place Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) after trying to sober up in the hotel lobby for about an hour cam finally goes back into the room and eris asks if he brought medicine and he's like i ain't gonna lie to you it's been a long day for a short kid Oh, she says, I, you know, you did what I told you not to do. You went over there and got drunk and you don't know how to handle your liquor. And he's like, okay, so divorce me. And that's where he would have pissed me off. (laughs) Baby, a drunk motherfucker ain't shit. Like, I can't stand no drunk ass nigga. Like, I hate it. Cause they, you know, talking crazy. He probably ain't even gonna remember he said that tomorrow. No, at all. And so she's telling him find someplace else to sleep. And so he just gets on the floor and I feel for her because clearly she's sick. She looks clammy. You know how somebody looks when they're sick. Oh, yeah. And And these cameras in her face and you ain't bringing this medicine. I would turn the fuck up. Everybody get out now. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, that was pretty much it for them. And I felt for her. You know, in that moment. But yeah, this is all just a result of, of y'all rushing things because they even played back a small clip of how she received the sisters and when they called to ask where she was. And I really didn't think of it being of them being like super disrespectful, but I, I also didn't realize how sick, you know, she really was. She was. Yeah. And that's like, the, I feel like Cam should have. That was on him. Yeah. To say, hey, look, she's sick. Like, we, we was drinking last night, but she has something a little more. She's coming down with the flu or something like that. Because he made it seem like she just didn't want to come. Right. Right. So, and that was not the case. Yeah. That was not the case at all. And then on top of that, they were with your wife and, blah, 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 and you still not being a good husband because you did not even go get the stuff you could have got stopped at walgreens before you went over to your your relative's house right that way that shit would have been already in the car when you came back or uber whatever so when you came back you at least didn't fuck up you know right right so i mean obviously following love after lockup life after lockup all that good stuff we see that they move forward but (laughs) girl she must it's have a to, lot. yeah it's a lot in the moment she got two kids exactly right <laughs> she has two kids i hope she knows that's what she signed up for Hmm. so so yeah so that was it for them um <laughs> yes uh justine and michael <sighs> where's the i need something i love I don't need no more to drink, so I'm just going to get through it. (laughs) (laughs) But I would have needed to drink on this one. 
girl. So, Justine. I'm still trying to contain myself and I don't like it because, because, my grandmother used to always make me say, because. <laughs> girl, everybody is paying your bills but you, Justine. Like, you just out here, a baby making machine and popping out these kids. Okay, I'll take that back. That was me. But you popping out kids. Okay, 10 4. You know, all I need is one person to be on my bullshit with me, okay? <laughs> just be mine. <laughs> and I'm on go mode, okay? But you are just popping out babies. You're not holding their fathers responsible, accountable. Mm-hmm. You're not. They leave. And now I kind of see why. They leave. You're pretty and all, but just saying, you got some ugly ways about yourself. Mm-hmm. And you you leave your mother to pick up the responsibility for you. Yes, that was definitely my takeaway with Justine coming away from the episode. I was like, ugh. so I don't like that. Yeah. So we see it's giving brat and it's giving grow the fuck up girl bird. So, okay. We've been saying that. We've yeah. been saying that. Well, yeah, it was certainly confirmed this week. So, oh, absolutely. Justine's mom is coming into town and so she's tidying up around the place and Michael asks, you know, why does she want to tell her mom about the pregnancy because she mentioned last on the previous episode, she wanted to tell her mom and pretty much no one else and it was just like why so she says that um michael is talking about the topic too loud because the kids are in the other room and she doesn't want them to know she wants her mom to know but not the kids not other people just her mom and first of all (laughs) let's be clear the way justine is set up with her fucked up ways those kids are going to be the one that's the ones that are probably going to you're going to put that responsibility this baby on it anyway you already and know. You know that that's what happened when you, you you're a teenager you gotta help out it's just what it is but just saying seriously yeah so as their conversation continues we realize they're both scared because they know they're rushing this and they're worried about the impression that this is going to give to Justine's mother about Michael. And she keeps talking about, she was right. Right. And she's saying, Oh, my mom's really judgmental. And I'm like, well, you do a lot of silly shit for her to judge. So Hmm. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if she's being judgmental or like you said, if she's just telling you the truth and you don't like to hear it. Um, so our mom comes to the house, she arrives and um, she says, hey, to so the grandkids and then Justine, she asked Justine where Michael is. She says, we're going to meet him at a restaurant and get some food. And just like you said, what happens? She tells the oldest that she's in charge while she and her mom mm-hmm. go out and get some food with Michael. So I assume this place is like a, in walking distance around the corner from the house or I don't know. I guess they drive over there, but they're walking up to the restaurant, having a conversation. And her mom is like, you need to take baby steps with him. And I'm like, yeah, she's taking baby steps. All right. Uh (laughs) And then um, she mentions mom mentions that they already have a lot of kids to consider. 
And Justine says, oh, yeah, and with more little ones to come. And I'm like, okay, so you now, if I backtrack for a second, she said she told Michael be on time so that we can tell mom together about the pregnancy. Now she's throwing out all these hints, giving her clues. And it's like, okay, girl, you're acting like you're not telling your mom, but you're letting her know what's up. So they get right. They get into the restaurant and now she is straight up telling her mom and she finally admits it. But she's saying in her confessionals that her mom shouldn't worry about it because they're grown. And I'm like, wait a minute now. It falls on her when you get pregnant. So she should be worried about it because and then you you quit your job right with your mother paying your bills or your mother is helping you pay bills and you quit your job because your boyfriend just got out of jail two days ago and y'all pregnant and he said quit and you did it girl and michael (laughs) now michael said he paid the rent this month yes i don't think he knew I don't think that he knew. First of all, Justine, why don't none of your baby daddies pay child support? I wish my mama would be giving me money and these niggas not doing nothing. See, that's what we did for, because my mama Project Pat ain't raised no fool (laughs) when it comes to some money, okay? She ain't raised her girls like that, baby. We gonna get that coin. But, or at least we're going to be independent enough to deal with our our decisions that we made. Okay, we got to go get this coin. Right. We got to take care of this business. We're going to keep Not our job. Not doing it. Yeah, like that's crazy. But I don't know. Michael is starting to see her mother's, well, I think his mother's, we'll get to that. Yeah. But I like that Mike is one month out and you paid that rent already. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Very good. You got me quitting my job and shit. Very good. Yeah. If you want to get me pregnant, very good. And maybe that's why she felt confident in doing these things because we didn't know that. No, nah, but... baby, not one month though. He got no girl. Baby. I he mean, he didn't pay it up for a year. He didn't pay it up for six months. He paid one month. He can that sneaker business can fold tomorrow. And he said it's already like not doing so well do i remember him saying that or did i make that up he did say that that's why he took his ass back to the studio (laughs) no you need to take your ass down to the job (laughs) right so he finally comes to the restaurant and quickly learns that justine told her mom she was pregnant but she does not want to admit it outright that's another thing that i didn't like that is coming like a little girl yeah right like oh well i didn't tell her she just found out like bullshit you said enough that she was able to her deductive reasoning skills are strong and she knows you like michael said well you are her mother (laughs) so it didn't take much she saw your goofy ass expression on your face and knew what what time it was so they're really trying to convince her mom that things are fine they're going to stay together everything's going to work out and her mom is just saying you know she wishes that they would have waited until he was more adjusted because she's trying to figure out where he getting this money from to pay rent okay and she asks, what's the plan he says there's no plan they leaving it in god's hands and that's when her mama stormed out Cause you sound, everybody sounds foolish. Nobody's yes. responsible. Y'all just out here 
living in a fantasy world. I keep I say this every episode. I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> because especially with I'm these two, in a fantasy world. It's stupid. Yeah. So Michael goes out to talk to um, Justine's mom because again, Justine. Now we see she's a brat. So she's just like, well, she's always like that. So you can talk to her because I know nothing's going to change if I talk to her. But this is when we really do start getting that real story, right? This is when his mom, when her mom starts to let us know that she's been a bird. <laughs> she mm-hmm. moved to Pennsylvania to be closer to Michael so that she could be visiting him in prison all the time. Because mm. I suppose she's also from Rhode Island. Because that's where her mother lives. She definitely got that Quahog accent. Yeah. <laughs> and she once she moved out there and started working, that still didn't cover her bills. So like we've said, her mom was helping out with the rent. The children's fathers aren't paying child support. But you quit your job as soon as, as, soon as Michael asked you to unprofessionally. And now there's no concrete plan moving forward. And I'm telling you, when all of this came out, I was floored. I was like, are you kidding me? Hmm. Like Disgusted in I, every way. Like, girl, get your shit together. And there's nothing wrong. I know people who have a lot of children. Sure. I know people who want to have a lot of children. Like, that's, they say that, like, I want a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But not like this this is just irresponsible and i don't like it right like move with some common sense and to find out that your mom is helping you pay your rent and then like like we see and find out in the conversation that michael has with her mom he says he paid the rent for the month so (laughs) like you said she's got all these other people handling her bills but every time we see her She's busy petting her hair in her phone, giving somebody Mad. some attitude, right? Mm-hmm. Looking goofy in the face. And it just doesn't make any sense. But again, okay. In the conversation that Michael's having with her mom, he says he's going to be there. He plans to stick around. He wants to be the provider. And he's not going back to selling drugs because he knows the risk that that poses to their family. But I, I mean, I was just blown away by how ridiculous she was behaving and then the for the backstory to be this the way that she was acting you would have thought she really was taking care of business because she kept saying we're grown my mother doesn't have to worry about this she can go back to Rhode Island and live her life I'm like it doesn't sound like you're allowing her to do that I and I hated the way it was like girl this lady literally helps you with bills and because your man just got out of jail and paid the rent for one month here you go acting a fool yeah ungrateful bratty we saw this before who have we seen this uh gabby oh my god you know and it's like yeah (laughs) i don't like it i i just don't like it it's it's a lot of bird behavior like i was about to say earlier I think Michael is starting to see what his mother was talking about when it came to Justine. Yes, she right. She was in rare form, and I think he peeped that. I love how level-headed he is. Yes. I like his mindset, the way he thinks, the way he moves. I like it. I think, I don't know, he's starting to see a side of Justine maybe that he like, yeah, this is what my mom was talking about. And now you got her ass pregnant. You stuck with her. Right, right. 
Because exactly that, right? They're driving her mom back to the hotel. Because after he has this conversation with the mom in the parking lot, it seems like they both learn a little bit more about each other, right? And it's like, okay, I get where you're coming from. So he's like, all right, let me go get Justine so we can take you back to the hotel. And in the car, you know, she's still got this nasty attitude towards her mom. And Michael's like, you, why are you talking to her like that? You know? Mm -hmm. And then now she want to point the gun at him like, well, you were late. And if you weren't late, then I wouldn't have, you know, had to tell her about the pregnancy. And I'm just like, okay, so it's everybody else's fault but yours that you out here making terrible decisions and don't know how to properly, you know, deliver a message. Because her mom says she always finds out about Justine's pregnancy in a weird ass way. Through somebody else or something like that. She is just immature. She terrible. Yes. Now, I could understand your oldest daughter you know, who's 17, 18, you're 35, right? So that means you were younger when you had her. I get it. But you're 35 now and you still can't figure out a way to tell your mother outright that you're having a baby because you keep making stupid decisions and you know that. But quick to say, I'm I'm grown. We both grown, but you still, you act like a child. Right. You, You take care of business like a child, behave like a child girl shut up (laughs) because you know that your mother is your safety net but you got to stop treating her like that if you're gonna you know dismiss her when you think that you have a new safety net oh this nigga out of jail now so somebody else can pay my bills so I don't need you mom so you can stay out of my business now are you kidding me girl that shit was so fucking rude so (laughs) She, like we said, they drop the mom off um, and they argue on the way to the house because he's like, why did you have to tell your mom? And she still won't admit that her little hints and clues and not denying, but not saying it outright, you know, sort of references were the reason that her mom found out. And, you know, he says that you don't have to be that way and. You don't have to act like that in front of your mom. And she's just basically coming off very selfish and clueless. And it's like, oh, well, this was supposed to be a special time and everybody ruined it. I'm like, girl, what was special about it? What was supposed you to be? Another, what is what is special about you having a, another baby? We're not, oh my God, anymore. We That was the, probably the first two kids. So right. no, stop it. <laughs> So she's just putting all of this on Michael saying, you're supposed to have my back. She calls him corny. Um, Oh, disrespectful. Yes. Just a lot going on with the way she was acting. And that would have been a huge turnoff to me as well. They pull up to the house. He don't even talk to her like that. I don't see see Michael ever calling her that. No, no. He now... (laughs) If I do remember correctly, at one point he gives her the finger and she's like, oh, is that the same finger you had up my butt last night? I'm like, wow, girl. Oh, <laughs> y'all freaky. <laughs> y'all real <nasty>. Girl. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, in summary, right? I feel like we've said it all. She's living in a fantasy world. She's hooked on you know, the, the image of it all, of course, you know, you got a good looking man and he's at home and he's doing what he can to support you. But that does not mean that you fast forward all of the plans that you have together. Like you should have stayed working. 
collected a couple of more checks, told him once you do X, Y, and Z and we're comfortable, then I can go quitting a job or somebody has to be real about how Michael is getting money because of course he, that was the only thing I wasn't feeling was when he was like, oh, you know, I'm never going to be out here, you know, not trying to get it. Like, but I don't always like to talk about how I'm getting it. I'm like, listen, don't, people don't like to have to worry about funny money. And you can say, I'm not going to do anything illegal and all that kind of stuff. But I, I mean, me personally, I don't like nobody that can't admit where their money come from. Because if you are out here doing something that you might not think is illegal or it's unsavory, you know, or whatever it might be classified as. I don't want to like inadvertently be connected to that and not even know it. So first of all, let's be clear. Justine needs security and yeah. the security of like knowing where his money is coming from. B, he lives with you. You do, you do. Yeah. Now, why are you getting this money? Cause you live at my house with my kids. So which means we are possibly at risk. Right. Just saying you 35, this is the type of shit that's not cute. You know, this is like, it's cute when you 25 and you got your drug dealer boyfriend living with you paying all the bills. Okay, cool. But 35 with three kids that one on the way. Right. And that's and just your see, kids. Right. We see on the next, um, they're on life after lockup, correct? Yes. If somebody, somebody didn't get indicted, she's sitting there in front of the lawyer like he went back to jail or something. Girl, <laughs> I so, don't know. I really hope that was... That? I really hope that was editing tricks, but... I do too, because nobody... I don't think so, because he's out. Because I know he another one per the socials. He posted a picture of him and Justine Yeah, recently. Yeah, she's like pregnant. And so... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, who got time for that? You know, now you out here with a a single mother of four. No, <laughs> right, and that's the problem. Like, I think because in her mind she's not single and they're married, that mm -hmm. she can do whatever she wants. Now, technically, that is true, but you have not been married that long. Your relationship is not super established yet on the outside. He's not bringing in income in a way that you are very clear about yet. And you're just coming off of your mother helping you take care of responsibilities. So just because you get married one day does not mean the next day you go and get pregnant and quit your job and do all of this shit because you can just fall back on. But we're married because I'm pretty positive she told us that she was married to the last man that she was with that fathered a couple of them kids. And clearly he ain't paying for the kids he had in the marriage. See, see. So Girl, what, what does marriage really old. mean? So yeah. Nothing. It don't mean nothing to have these niggas that be in the DM. So. Right. At least for her. Yeah. Right. Marriage hasn't meant anything. So. I'm telling you. Know you know what I think? Because he's not out here cheating on her. Like, so she look at it as like, oh, everything is. I think that's like her only fear when it comes to him. Is him like baby mama mm -hmm. or back to baby mama. She don't have to deal with none of that. 
but she's not she's still not looking at the bigger picture right because of what so... marriage really entails yes it's other problems other than cheating you know exactly right that's so bare minimum like okay so <laughs> i'm glad your man is not cheating on you but if he's he putting your freedom at risk or if he's Maybe, not bringing yeah. the level the level of stability that you thought that he would bring you know all of these other things that are it could potentially be issues those are still things you're going to have to worry about and those are more likely to be issues than cheating so hey if the relationship is going fine right now that's great for y'all but again what we're going off of what we're seeing on the show and on the screen you look like a bird <laughs> and it just it's a shame because y'all seem great together we were all rooting for you we were rooting for you how dare you <laughs> because it seems it like <laughs> yeah over it's like slowly but surely we get to the end of the season and see that you are actually like the worst part of this Bird. relationship yeah so hopefully Bye, uh girl. right hopefully things um remain on the up and up because yeah in real time it does seem like things are going okay but it's gonna be real messed up if this relationship doesn't work and you got yet another kid another baby daddy and we know for damn sure your mama gonna be having to help take care of you again so you might need to be on your way back to Rhode Island your damn self so agree okay Oof. piss me off <laughs> Clean off. All right. You never like the bird though. That's like your thing. You never like bird behavior. You've always been that way. You know I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> you ain't wrong, friend. You ain't wrong. I'm with you when you right, friend. Sometimes <laughs> when you wrong too, I'm gonna be the sad. <laughs> like I just keep imagining her like playing with her phone, flipping her hair, petting her hair, playing with her phone, looking goofy, like, oh my God, like you have children. Go talk to them uh, kids. I know. And even that part, it's like, oh, he doesn't want me working. He wants me to be at home with the kids more. Okay, then stay home and tend to the children you have. Don't make another one. Hmm. Wrong answer. Justine is just, I don't know. I think she she did that to keep him. But once again, that's something that they they sat on that phone and talked about. For what, two, three years she was talking to him? So, yeah, uh, yeah long. That's something they sat on their phone and talked about. And now it's here. So they're going to deal with it. Right. God's That baby's going to make a breakdown. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Next caller. Yes. Come up off of her. Ashley oh. and Travis. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> another Girl. one who needs bird, to uh, a bird <laughs> a bird a bird yes Girl. living in a fantasy and needs to mm, might need to she's check that drinking hell. yeah she i don't know where she's living she needs some medication to regulate her mind because it's not clear it's a lot going on with ashley <laughs> I'm, I'm 
for real. And we don't say that too often about the, oh, no, we don't. the recently released. But so we pick back up with them. Uh, Travis is wrapping up that conversation um, with his mom where he, he's talking about getting married ASAP. And, you know, his mom told us on the last episode, she just wants them to take it slow. You can live together. Y'all can be booed all the way up. But just don't make it permanent by getting married. So and mama is not wrong. She's and not she wrong mama. at the all. The mamas are coming through with the advice, okay, this season. Yes, yes. We we typically get some good moms, and sure enough, they are are holding strong this season, um, and trying to keep it real with these people, even though at their big ages they feel like. I'm going to do what I want to do, or I should be able to do this just because I'm grown. Okay. <laughs> so. I mean, I feel that way sometimes too. And then I have to think like, no, but you have to think of the consequences. If you do that, like. <laughs> right. Common sense has to kick Jeez. in at some point, And that's the problem. Yeah. So he storms off, leaves the house and <laughs> Ashley swoops in coming back from the thrift store, I suppose, and picks him up on the block. And he's so, you know, annoyed. He asked if he can drive. And I'm like, with what license? But girl, they love letting these men without a license drive. Which is so oh, crazy. Yeah. But she lets him know that she found a piece, which sounds really. Again, I'm like, if you are just finding these pieces and posting them to your website, it's still not guaranteeing a sale. Absolutely. But, I digress. Okay. So he gets in the car and he's all pouty and whiny. Like, you know, my mom, she still just wants us to wait and I don't understand. And then Ashley makes it about whether or not his mother likes her and her feelings must have changed because she doesn't have money anymore. And I'm just like, both of y'all are in the wrong. I'm being (laughs) some fucking white boy and white girl. Shit. Okay, <laughs> both of them are doing that. That whole him throwing a temper tantrum, acting like he also, girl, you know, I dealt with that before. What are you stressed about? Because somebody told you the truth? Yeah. First of all, y'all finna go live in her house. Everybody know when you go live in your house, you gonna hit a mouse. Y'all yes. ain't even got no black mama. Like, let's be clear. It could have been worse because black mamas. <laughs> What? We would have been like, oh, we got to go over here now. We know we got to go stay with her. We got to hear about it. Yeah, y'all. And when y'all get here, don't be thinking. You know, like, she didn't even get you all that. She just told you to take it slow. Right. That's it. And Ashley, now you the victim? Right. No, ma'am. He's the victim. You are a scammer. You are a fraud. You overpromised. You did not deliver, right. and here we are. Yes. So both of y'all can shut the girl them tears, <laughs> right? Because of course the tears stay flowing. Girl, I'm tired of them tears, honey. And I know, and Travis is she's mad at herself, and I think she's taking it, taking it out on him, and it's not fair. No, not at all. I, I would agree. Um, and then they both decide the solution to their frustrations um, is to go and get drinks and shots. So they go down with to no the money. Right. With what money? Who knows? But they go to the dive bar where the drinks are surely on special. 
and <laughs> Ashley says, you know, well, we got to move in. That's really the only option they have right now. They shouldn't keep wasting their money on hotels. So, you know, they they drink to that. I would never toast to having to move in with my ex-con boyfriend and his, nah. and his mother. But Toast to me getting my shit together because this is it. it right. From here on out, it's hustle time. Gotta be. So she's still in there worried about how his mom will treat her and, you know, wine, wine, wine. And then they get more drinks and there's more tears. And by the end of it all, we see that they are wasted in the parking lot. And she says her issue is she just wants him to comfort her and kind of see that she's frustrated in this moment. And she feels like he's not doing that. But this is where I feel like we truly see, hey, Travis can have some drinks and keep it moving. Ashley gets fucking wasted. Her shoes are now off in the parking lot at this point. Nasty. (laughs) And Travis is concerned. Like if cops get called, he could get locked up for violating. He doesn't. Right. He's thinking about he still has to worry about the consequences that could come with being fresh out of jail, you know, and I believe on probation. That's why y'all just had to move. Well, Ashley wasn't paying no bills, but that's (laughs) a a felon in his house. Like he has to think about this kind of stuff. Now y'all out causing a scene at the police call. He he going to jail. Now see what you gonna do because you don't have no money to take care of him this this time around for the bid. Right. And I don't see that you would do well staying with his mother without him because you see you got problems, or you know you got your own problems, and I just don't see her acting right and being way too self-conscious of all her issues and probably causing more problems with his mom as a result of that like absolutely Ashley is making us watch her life spiral out of control yes and I don't like it I don't like it at all I'd rather not yeah so she says that she's fragile and so now you got him over here consoling you but it's like girl you set him up for the okie doke and now this is the situation that you're in. I don't know if things would have been any better off if Travis ever got, if he didn't get out of jail. You can say that, oh, you got put out and all of that, but I feel like eventually you was going to get put out anyway. Travis could have went to his mother's house just like he ended up having to do because yeah. she lied to him. You know, so even if he never met Ashley, he would have been okay. Yes. You know, he would have got out and went to his mother's house. Right. And that's another thing. Remember when Ashley first wrote him? Like, she wrote him like, you can't talk to no other women. You got to cut them all off. It needs to only be me. Travis could have met him, somebody else, through the, through the pen pal or whatever they had, write a prisoner or whatever. It didn't have to be you. He could have got with somebody who would have been straight up with him and they could have lived a decent life together. That's right. That's right. So they meet all kind of girls who made him come Just like with Chance and um, Taylor, how he told her, he said it in his confessional. He was like, I could have been with a woman who didn't have bills and didn't have kids. <laughs> I mean, quiet as kept, these motherfuckers got options, okay? In, in the, on the little website. Right. 
So she was too busy Mm. trying to sell a dream of of a fine jewelry purveyor. She liked the idea of that. Yeah. Because even at one point in this episode, she's like, you know, we're supposed to be living a fabulous life. And it's like, girl, (laughs) you got to do some shit right. And, and know when, you know, know when to fold them, all that type of shit. If you want to, even live a decent independent life let alone a fabulous life you just got to be real with yourself and she is delusional she's in denial and the way that I, hey we were we have all been trying to figure out what is wrong with her all season the way that she got after them drinks and them shots you know editing production all that good stuff you never know how these things really happen. But what I do know is I saw them bringing more drinks to that table before they could even finish what was in front of them. Mm-hmm. I know how that goes, Ashley. Of course, you wind up drunk in a parking lot with your shoes off at the end of the night. But how often is this going to be a thing? Because y'all can't escape his mom's house every night going down to the bar, getting drunk and think that that's going to move y'all forward in life. But I feel like that is her life and she just didn't want him to know it. She didn't want people to see that side of her. But now that things are spiraling, she's leaning even more into it. And that shit's just not going to work. And I I feel like based off of what we're seeing from Travis, he's not going to go for that for, for too long. And he shouldn't. Absolutely not. He shouldn't. He, he don't even have to go through the shit now. He could have just went back to his mother's house. Like he, I want, I really want him to leave Ashley alone. Like, I'm not saying like kick her while she's down right now, but say, look, hey, you can stay here as long as you know, as long as you need to to get yourself together. But as far as us being in a relationship, I feel like they both need to get themselves together. Yeah, or at the very least take this whole marriage conversation off the table y'all are not ready to be married yeah you know and just work on improving yourselves individually even if you are being together but y'all need to get really serious about some goals to get out of his mother's house to get back on your feet to get some steady income coming in and then maybe you can revisit getting married because what is being married going to change? Y'all still going to be broke as hell. And, and that's not, no, that's me personally. I don't want to be in no marriage like that. No. Not going to. Nobody want to sign up for that. So it's yeah, going to be, to get it together. Yeah. It'll wind up being more of a headache than it needs to be at that point. Because now if he violates or, you know, just doesn't stay out, if he, truly commits another crime and gets arrested again now your husband is locked up that don't sound like fun so so they right they go back to the hotel for the night they say they'll move in with his mom the next day and that's where we we leave them and i'm just like good luck to the mom that's all i can say yeah oh girl next caller (laughs) right all right back with our main event per usual (laughs) girl monique and derek these two 
Mm-hmm. I do like that um, I see them a lot on social media. Like oh, yeah. people are always talking about Derek and Monique, people who don't even watch the show. Girl, <laughs> they love talking about them. And, and I can appreciate that now it's more about the storyline and not just about like the their physical you know differences yeah (laughs) because there is quite a story (laughs) but you know what i'll say this he doesn't have the typical um ma story like i love Derek's family dynamic you know his mm-hmm. father we meet his father you yes. know he's not the typical inmate that grew up without a father like right. we meet his father you know we meet his great grandmother like how blessed are you to still have your great grandmother yes big mom yeah so it's like i like this part of Derek because I think Derek, and then to like get caught, you went to jail all the time for weed. Like, I don't know. I feel like Derek could have been better. I definitely think he could have been. Yeah. Yeah, because he has the family support. And now that I see that, I'm like, damn, I hate that happened to him. Like, I hate that he had to do all that time for some weed. I'm, I'm, I don't think it was only weed anymore. (laughs) I feel like he even quietly let us know. Yeah, that heroin and mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah, because he had yeah. a little table habit. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the cocaina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. but hey, they they still threw the book at him for sure, and I agree. It feels like he had the foundation. He had love from both sides of his family. He told us that his father's side actually raised him. He was only with the siblings during visits on the weekends so this Which is explains mm-hmm. more yep y'all acting like my brother my brother my brother my man my man my man <laughs> and y'all wasn't really that like it's not even like y'all grew up in the same house siblings which is what i was kind of under the impression of and that's why derek is like i'm not about to do all of this for some people that yeah. weren't there like that and yes. this is i get it like it makes sense it makes sense right it does make more sense now um yeah his whole demeanor is pretty different and like you said his story is different <clears throat> we had pretty much a front row seat to some of the more traumatic experiences that he could have gone through in his life. And I can remember watching that first 48 episode about his mom. You know, he wasn't in the clips that they showed. You could see Aubriana and the two other brothers. Um, I guess I would have to go back and really, you know, it's kind of hard to pair them up from their childhood faces to adulthood. But they called Aubriana out by name, you know, and said this is her daughter. And so they probably were all together a lot more. You know, they probably mourned their mother together. They probably stayed together in uh, the same household until they were all adults. And Derek just clearly wasn't doing or he wasn't living with them and going through the experiences with them. So it does feel like that 
weakened sibling kind of feel where, you know, there it's almost like there's there's an even stronger like desire to want to see him because he was always their weekend brother, you know? So he's another family member that they obviously want to rekindle a connection with, but yeah, it does feel like there's a little bit of a deeper, almost obsession for him to like be around them. But he has a, a more like calmer nature to himself. And he probably gets that from big ma. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we see them getting ready to go see um, Big Ma and his dad, and um, you know Monique asking the same question she always asks, like, "How much do they know about me? What have you told them about me?" And he's like, "They're pretty much going to find out everything t- today. You know how long we've been talking." And she gets very strict, like talking or together. And I'm just like, "Oh my yeah, gosh, girl. she's so." Ooh, right it's like no such thing it's like semantics are oh huge with her but so we get to big mom's house um we meet Derek's dad and um yes like we said big mom's his great-grandmother um he grew up there along with his grandmother and um they raised him his dad he seems like a nice guy he said that he couldn't visit much because they moved Derek around a lot in the system so he's very happy to see him um I don't know I don't want to assume because people have missing teeth that they have had drug problems (laughs) (laughs) don't laugh (laughs) I wasn't trying to be shady that was so innocently shady (laughs) (laughs) but yeah dad's got but i thought i made a little did we hear that dad had been incarcerated too um i did not catch that that was just a brother that was just the brother that just got out last week or some shit like that right yes the brother darren for sure just got out too is Darren the oldest yes no Okay. Mm-hmm. Because his dad mentioned that. Like, with you being the oldest, like, you don't have to put up with the bullshit. <laughs> there you go. And that's true. Right. It is. Okay. You can kind of set the tone. But but getting there, so he introduces Monique to his dad and to his big mom. His big mom is 95 years old, sweet, like, got all her faculties about herself. Just, just want to give her a hug. Like... <laughs> I know. I sit up under her all day. I want to go stay at Big Ma's house too. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, they all sit down and Big Ma asks how they met. And, you know, they basically tell her they met on Facebook and he said he was looking for a friend. And I love how she's like, you put out an ad. And I'm like, damn, you that is. Listen, honey, okay? Yes. I love it. Pitching woo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to throw the life reference in there, y'all. Y'all know life is one of me and Jackie's favorite classics, honey. Yes. Top, top movie, okay? <laughs> Jingling. What did it say about pitching woo on the job? <laughs> right. Girl, tell about the gun line, boss. 
Y'all, we watch that every weekend in college. Every I know weekend. all the words. Every weekend. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, you know, Big Ma asks, how's the relationship going? You feeling good about things? Monique says the relationship could be better if it weren't for you know, Derek not checking his siblings. And that's when his dad does confirm you're the oldest. You don't have to deal with that shit. Focus on your relationship. You know, they both mm-hmm. say, tell them that like, focus on what you need to do to move forward together. And big Ma says for you and your friend. And <laughs> I feel like if it was not his big mom, Monique probably would have said something crazy in that moment because she's so sensitive you know to every little thing like oh well, I'm glad she didn't because that would have been disrespectful right she and was- secondly that's what old people do girl they what is exactly. always your little friend until, okay you know it's your husband that's right then they address that but they've not uh, older people grandmothers never really acknowledge that oh this this her boyfriend Nah, this is her little friend. In obituary, they was always referred to as a special friend. So (laughs) they don't honor that girlfriend shit. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) dad and Derek step outside to talk more. And this was a moment where Monique could have spent a few extra minutes talking to Big Ma to get to know Derek. But she takes this moment to ask if she can use the bathroom and instead goes into Derek's room so she can plant those cameras that she's been carrying around. So you want to disrespect the only people that have actually shown you some respect so far. And that's why his sisters and them want to whoop your ass now. (laughs) This is it, Monique. Because you you like to play victim and make it seem like people don't want to respect your relationship. But here you go disrespecting an elder's home so that you can spy on this man while you're back home in Chicago. Because of your your insecurities. Yes. Let me say, she put some cameras in my big, my house. I'm going to period. Oh, yeah. Period. You put some cameras. Let's let my little brother any girl put some cameras in my granny house what right because it's like if you sit in here saying the only issues you have with the relationship are the dynamic with the siblings then why are you moving forward with putting cameras in in this house so so Derek comes back in and catches her Mm -hmm. snooping around uh huh and he's like what are you doing and she's holding like some old phone book at this point like she's in there inspector gadget well style. he already let us know that that's where the t is in that phone book and in that tablet <laughs> <laughs> so i hate to say this but monique is not all she wrong for the camera planting mm-hmm. but she's not like Derek you 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 have been entertaining chicks like we were just True. in a whole high speed chase because you want to be in that fucking with the co and you got these videos like you had options and he let us know that oh child Derek let us know that he had the bitches okay and he, that he chose to be with monique he said it but we also <laughs> see like 
Derek is, I kind of think he's just going through the motions right now. Like, he's just being with Monique. Like, all right, I got to do what I got to do. This my woman. But Derek is definitely ready to throw that dick a party, okay? Mm. He is ready for Monique to go back to Chicago <laughs> so he can <laughs> sling meat. Okay? He is ready to throw that dick a party. <sighs> yes. So... But he once he catches her snooping, you could tell that's like that annoyed him. He was not feeling that shit. So they go back in the front and his dad and Big Ma, they give more words of encouragement. And, you know, Big Ma basically sees Monique. Right. She lets us know that she can see. She's a a person. Yes. Feelings. And she I has like feelings. It. Right. She can tell that she's been let down because of her weight and her image and again like to me it made me that much more angry that you in here violating this woman's house and she's trying to like show that she sees you as a person Mm, mm, mm. so um on the ride home you can tell that monique is still pressed for acceptance of their relationship because she starts to go down this rant about the siblings right because Derek's like oh how'd you like my dad and my big mom she's like oh yeah like they were great you know unlike your siblings you know always have an issue with our relationship and it's just like girl you gonna have to let that go like let it the fuck go they not even around they're not around enjoy it it's cool (laughs) you got bigger fish to fry because that wasn't even them that was chasing y'all ass down the street exactly next next worry next insecurity is this co Cause she don't seem like she letting up easy, okay? No, at all. And he's not trying to let her go. He still wants to see her. No, he just playing. Cause he, he oh, he playing with her. He, that's what he's doing. But when he know he can't like really do nothing because Monique is still there. That's why he really like wait. I don't want to go back to Chicago. So right, he can like pop his cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he can. He can play some more games, but he can actually like do them in real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Derek. Right. I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for him though. I kind of want him to. I get it. Put it like that. I get it. Right. I'm on the fence with him, but yeah. Because Monique is, and that's the the thing. Monique is just making it a little too easy. If Monique was sweet and and nice, yes, that's different. I wouldn't be on his side. Right. It's like, dude, she's overbearing, you know, and she's, I get it. Right. We get it. We see it. Because case in point, they were supposed to meet up with the siblings. The brothers have been hitting him, hitting them up. And Monique's like, no, we're not going to do that today. We'll, we'll do that tomorrow. But she does want to have a dinner at the hotel, spend time together, enjoy each other. So they do that. They go back to the room. She cooks dinner and she surprises Derek with a bottle of Prosecco, which he proceeds to open and the bottle busts, on, the cork busts on her tits. Girl. <laughs> that shit <laughs> sent me because it was like, it didn't look like nothing hurt. But <laughs> she was just like, why would you do that? Because <laughs> why would you do that, Derek? Because why would you do that? He didn't know how to open a damn bottle of Prosecco. Just doing too much. Right. (laughs) 
girl but so they toast to their relationship and then Derek addresses her snooping around and she you know she obliges she understands she realizes that she should not have done that and this is when he says straight up out of his mouth you know I've had bad bitches I've had dimes but I'm choosing to be with Monique and I'm like that was that's what he said that was the verbiage right there. That's not a compliment, sir. Like It's not. <laughs> it is not. You oh calling gosh. me ugly. Right. So You're far. calling me not a bad bitch. <laughs> Whatever your definition of bad bitch is, you're saying I'm not that. And I yeah, think well, that's which where. Which is the same thing his sisters have been saying, which makes true. it even worse. That's so true, actually. He is confirming that's what they've sister. been saying. Yeah, that's their whole point. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I forgot about them saying that's not even his type because we didn't know. But now he's told us I've had bad bitches. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So Ooh. that is what it is. Girl, but I, don't, Derek, stop. Because don't, 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 don't do it because you can get a real Chicago chick. Okay. Thank you. That's that will. Why. <laughs> call you boy treat the fuck out of you and get with them sisters like they got 75 sisters too that y'all to be at it <laughs> and they brothers okay okay so it's like Derek don't do too much okay yeah that is all very true and like you said this makes it feel even more so and he um, he says it out of his mouth you know he's kind of biding time he's waiting for her to go home because there's a lot of temptation out there and he don't know what he's really going to do. But you can tell he's itching to move around and see what the options are. Just, you know, baby. right. Just in case. Brother's ready to do it with him too. Like, come on. And that's the thing. Like, I, you know, those kind of families, when somebody come home from jail, it's like a big party. Mm-hmm. They haven't really had that. They haven't had it at all with Derek. So, because Monique just came and got him and won't let him, you know. Right. So, I think that's what he's going to do as well when Monique comes back to Chicago is like turn up with his family. Yep. And that is when we'll see how he really acts. But that's um, what I want to see. Yes. Okay, <laughs> but before they wrap this week with Monique and Derek, um, they finished their dinner, and I think Derek was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you good tonight," and she was like, "Well, I want to make love." <laughs> yeah, and then he he was like, "All right, you want to make love," and then they start kissing and go to the bedroom and give us a scene that we didn't ask for. Yeah, it was ready. <laughs> It was so weird. He was like aggressive and kind of like just grabby grabby. But I don't know. It didn't look very sensual to me. It, it looked like they were still trying to get into their groove. Uh, he, he was a little drunk too. So he was ready to just get to it. And she's like, I want to make love. He's like, oh, I can do that too. But bitch, I was trying to go for the... <laughs> right. He was trying to go for the drug sex, okay? Any dick or some shit <laughs> off the little Prosecco. Girl. But I like that he likes her, but yeah, I could, I didn't have to see it. Yeah, it just, it didn't even look like they were both into it. But again, hey, cameras, I probably would be stiff as a board too. So. <laughs> 
not so similar to his. They ready to light camera action on, okay? <laughs> child exactly the cameras they just do it for them but monique you can tell she's she's insecure she's apprehensive about all of this shit so i didn't need we didn't need to see that because it, it just didn't look like it was a good time but hey if they if they liked it i love it okay so okay i forgot to take my notes on the next episode but we're at the finale so we do see that Derek and Monique meet up with his family. And of course it's dramatic again. Um, that's I all. think the sister Elizabeth like acts like Monique hits her and falls on the ground talking about call the police. Yes. Oh, she hit me. <laughs> yes, she does. And that shit was funny to me. Girl, you know that's my type of carrying on. Okay, <laughs> dramatic. Let's let's get to the drama. Let's be dramatic and fall out. That's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad because I'm telling you, I see these previews eight times and think I have internalized what I saw, and I just can't remember any of it. But hey, it's finale time. You know, we gonna be there on time, ready to completely gag. Um, I hope it's two hours. <laughs> I just want Ooh, them to do the baby. most. I want it to be two hours, okay? Because we it got a lot to be. Yeah, it we, is a lot to sum up. Like, yeah, yeah. Everybody's not going to life after lockup, so we need no a full Ashley wrap. Travis up. isn't going right. Who's all going? Derek and Monique, Justine and Michael, and Eris and Cam. Actually, I think that Nathan and Skylar are going to. I've heard that, but I don't want to believe uh, that. I don't want to believe it either. Yeah. But yeah, most of the couples are headed um, to Life After Lockup. I'm hoping that Ashley and Travis are not on there because he told that girl to hit the road. Um, and He told what girl to hit the road? I'm hoping that Ashley and Travis aren't on oh. there. Yeah because oh yeah so too yeah but everybody else their gig continues so i i think it's gonna be good i feel like there's gonna maybe be a couple of little bombs here and there that they'll drop and i know that Derek and monique and the family are gonna give us a scene so <laughs> oh here we go so yeah, we'll we're looking forward to that. I have one piece of love after lockup university. Okay. And it's some good news, good quick news. Mr. Clint from Clint and Tracy is mm -hmm. off motherfucking crack. He is God. um clean and healthy, uh, according to a recent Instagram post that he put up. And he does look, you know, as clean and healthy as Clint could look. He was already a funny looking character, but he definitely doesn't look like he did, you know, <laughs> during some of his um, more down bad days. So that's definitely what good to he, hear. What was his drug of choice? Was he doing meth? Was, it was something with meth with those two. I think so. Yeah. 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 He mm. was doing meth. Mm -hmm. She was doing crack um and like crack mom 
Yeah. Motherfucking crack, mom. <laughs> Were we even recapping back then? I feel like that was no. <laughs> that was no, a trigger. Girl, no, we weren't recapping. He, that's what Clint was just known for saying. Mm-hmm. That was when we would uh, just uh, get on the phone on Saturdays. Like, can you believe girl, this shit? While I'm at the car wash, yeah, Ooh, we used to gag, honey. <laughs> yes. Okay, but been gagging for years about love after lockup. Okay, right, day ones. Okay, not new to this. Very true to oh, this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad to hear that, hey, anybody that can get clean and sober and come out of the darkness, you know, that's been a part of this program, that's good to hear because clearly we know, like Tracy, you know, unfortunately passed away, rest in peace. Other people have passed away because of drug use. Bye. So, so. Baba, whatever that girl name was from Chicago. Oh, Abba? What was her? Abba. 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 I'm going to be quiet from here on out. <laughs> it's okay. Abba. It was early. It was very early in the. Uh, and yeah, like it was the first season, yeah. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, was then that whole thing with Tracy probably scared Clint, too. Maybe. Let's be clear. Yeah. Like Tracy passing away, that probably scared him. It's like, you know, let me get my shit together. Yeah. Get off these drugs. Yep. So, so yeah. So good for Clint. Um, and, and that was it for the tea. Hopefully everybody else was just drinking their water and minding their business, child. But. As they should. <laughs> it's after Super Bowl, everybody just drink water, sober up. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and get ready for a finale on Friday because hopefully they're bringing it. Because if they do, perfect score for the season, hands down. Agree. So, yes. So, that's it for this week. We'll be back for more next week. So, until then, you take care. Bye, girl. All right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another Love After Lockup review. We appreciate y'all. And remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.